Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the show. It's me, Primetime99, Alex Stein, and we have a lot on the agenda for this evening. A lot of you may not know this, but I have Native American ancestry in my DNA. I come from a plant-based variation of the Cherokee tribe. Captain Rivercorn was my great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, and he created strategic solutions for irrigating his corn crops through agricultural techniques that connected with the river. My grandfather's corn created some of the most dank-ass elodi any bitch-ass has ever eaten in the history of Indian corn. But tonight, it is with extra urgency that we would be tapping into my Native American roots because my people have just filed a lawsuit with the hopes of the Washington commanders of the NFL changing their name back to the Washington Redskins. And because I love the NFL so much, except for all the domestic violence, drug use, CTE, and crimes that often happen like Antonio Brown and the fact that most of these athletes are broke within three years of retirement. But other than that, I love the NFL. And my people want Indian representation back in the league. So bring the Redskins back. And on that note, at a recent powwow, I spoke to some Cherokee leaders. And I told them about how losing my most trusted warrior, Darius, has been affecting me mentally and spiritually. So they taught me about soul retrieval and other forms of neo-shamanism that can actually bring a dead man back to life. So tonight, I ask you to buckle up, Buttercup, because this spirit airline flight is headed straight to the Trail of Tears to wake my ancestors up and the man I love the most. I hope you're ready to witness the magic. Now let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. I am your host, Alejandro Stein of the Cherokee Nation. And tonight we have an incredible show for you this evening. We have the one, the only Jesse Lee Peterson on to come and tell us about why we need more white babies in the world. And we also had a very special guest planned, but unfortunately due to Jimmy's horrible uh, job as a producer, he messed that up. I'm sorry. I Numbers are hard for me. I, I, I know. And you went to Princeton and numbers should be easy, but we'll get into that later. But before we start the show, we have to introduce our in-studio guest, He's every pedophile's biggest fear, the one, the only, Alex Pedophile Annihilator Rosen! What's up, y'all? Glad to be here. Thank you. And I'm happy you're here. So what, what were you doing right before you got here? Well, we were in Taylor, Texas, kind of near Austin. Um, we were confronting a pedophile who is in, uh, we're on YouTube, who is into people younger than 18, well, younger what? than eight. Yes. Younger than eight? Yes, toddlers. Dude, I mean, on a serious note, like I always kind of like joke around like, oh, is the government watching me? Is the government watching me? Why aren't the government watching these people? I mean, you know, I don't like government surveillance, but why aren't these people being surveilled? Well, I mean, there's just so many of them that I think not, I think at any given time that whatever resources are directed at them, there's just not going to be enough. Like, I mean, this guy's just an average Joe who, who drives a truck for a living. And we just pretended to be a delivery driver to meet him somewhere. And we just confronted him. And he tells us that he's in a group where there's like, like little uh, videos of toddlers being sent. What? And, yeah. 
And he, and the, I don't understand why these people even talk to you. I mean, seriously, because like it's like you know, and I know you confronted. We're going to play some of your clips confronting politicians. Obviously, you've confronted Fetterman and stuff. But I guess the best defense mechanism to me or you is when they just ignore us. So why don't they just ignore you, in your opinion? Well, you got to kind of be understanding to them because when they think that their whole world's going to be crashing down, like, or they think when their secrets reveal, their whole world's going to be crashing down. So when you kind of come at them like, you know, oh, it's okay, I'm not here to judge you, bro. Um, they suddenly are like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. And with the guy today, he's like a father. I'm like, you know, look, I know you're a dad. I, I know you don't like the stuff being sent in that group. I want to know what they're doing. And then he's like, oh, well, they're sending this, this, that, and that. And he, you know, he's an, he's a moron, but it's all good. And I'm, I'm telling you, your content, it's, I mean, I, I honestly can't, sometimes I can't watch it though, because, you know, I like make cringe content too. When you confront them and then they just start trying to, you know, come up with their excuses, you almost want to like punch them. You know what I mean? How do you stay so restrained and not ever get physical with these people? Well, I don't want to go to jail over any of them. And, um, you know, my main goal is putting them in jail or at least helping facilitate that. So, you know, the more calm I am, the more likely they're going to talk and just, say things that'll put him in jail, so yeah. Okay, and so what do you think about your boy, even though you were the first person to expose EDP, but what do you think about Gideon exposing him? Do you like that, or do you feel like that is kind of raining on your parade because you were the first person to expose him? Oh, well, there's no parade to rain on. I just like, I just want EDP to go to jail, but um, I just wish more YouTube channels would put pressure on the PD to actually do something. So you like than... that Gideon confronted him in the big scene? The more the merrier, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. I didn't know if there was any, because you were the first person to expose EDP, and now they've done four or five documentaries on him, <coughs> I believe. Yeah, no, I mean, I really don't care who exposes him. I just hope he goes to jail because of it. Well, you know what we do need to talk about? You guys notice I'm wearing this big chieftain hat because I am part of the Cherokee tribe. So I don't know if you saw the NFL Taylor Swift is now dating tight end Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. What do you think that's all about? Um, I don't know. Probably some Freemason Satan stuff going on with that. I mean, I think they're both 33 years old or something like that. I don't know. If that's just no, are they? Jimmy, conf confirm that. Confirm if they're both 33 because Jimmy doesn't even understand why the Illuminati uses numbers like 33. It's kind of like a dog Travis whistle. Kelsey is 33. Taylor Swift was born in 1989, so she's either 33 or 34. No! Go get a chair. Wow, hurry. Oh, my gosh. So you're yeah. telling me they're both Masonic, their favorite number, 33. That's, that's, that's what I think it is. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know why Travis Kelsey, an NFL player, could get any girl he wants, would want to get someone like Taylor Swift. What do you mean? Dude, she can sing. They can write lullabies. They can... Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think it's a match, match made in hell, literally. Well, what we're going to do tonight is I brought on Taylor Swift, and I'm going to play the part of Travis Kelsey, and we're going to reenact the awkward first date between mega 12-time Grammy award-winning sing-songstress, singer, whatever, uh, uh, multi-platinum plaque-selling artist, Taylor Swift, and all-pro tight end. The one well, the make sure to put on your jersey. Okay, yes, we don't have a Travis Kelsey jersey, so for budgetary reasons, we're gonna put on this Tim Tebow jersey. I think you guys will understand the point. Denver Bronco. Uh, Native American vibes. You guys get it. This is an NFL show. Okay. Can you still hear me? My mic is a little bit compressed from the jersey. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yes, thank you. Okay. So, now we're going to start this date. When I say action, I am going to become Travis Kelsey. And you are going to become Taylor Swift. Say something so they can test the audio. So I hear you liked 15 of my Tumblr posts. 
We can hear him you all can too hear well. The audio. Okay, we all can right. hear so, him all too well. So, Alex, I want you to kind of, uh, you know, be a part of this. Give us your opinion. Maybe you could be like the waiter that brings us our food. And then, uh, all right. So, okay. So, when I say scene, you bring us our food and then we'll start and you can sit back down. Okay. Okay. Ready? Action. Just bring us some food right here. Look at our waiter. Our waiter sure is a large, strong man. Isn't Where's the food? Oh, he's. Oh, it's so. Oh, he this has hair on his arms. Okay. Is that Taylor Swift and hey, Tim Tebow? Hey, hey, Alex, don't stand right in front oh, okay. of the camera. Okay, no, we got this camera. We have this we're, camera. We're miming the food. It's a low-budget operation. Oh, okay. So okay. Let's just food. let's just start this over. Okay, we're gonna start this over. When I say action, you're gonna be the waiter. You're gonna drop off the food, and then uh, yeah. Okay, ready? Action. Is that Taylor Swift and Tim Hey, hey we're celebrities. Get out of here, waiter. Give us our food and get the hell oh, out of here. Get out of here. We don't talk to dumbass waiters. Oh, uh, my God. He's so hairy. Shut up, Taylor. The only hair you need to worry about is the hair on my balls. Ew, you're gross. This shut up, Taylor. I, got, I did a Pfizer ad for you so I could eat you out for the rest of my life. That's the only reason I got vaccinated. So you better not turn into one of your prude bitch songs right now. And you better put out or freaking get out. You understand me, Taylor? That was only to get a date with me, you know? You, you still need to do a few other things. Like, like you, what? Well, I already sold my soul to the devil, you dumb bitch! Now sleep with me forever! No, I th you knelt on the field. Did you say Blackhawks matter? Yes, I gave Jackson Mahomes a blowjob. Why is that not enough? Did you say Blackhawks matter? Blackhawks matter! Blackhawks matter! Now show me your vagina now, Taylor. Oh, show maybe? it to me. Uh, no. Show me now. I don't know. Yes, Taylor, show me your vagina now. Show it to them. Show it, show it, Taylor. Ooh, Taylor, oh my God. show is the vagina. Show the camera your vagina. No, I think I think you need to get a vasectomy first. Taylor, get off! Okay, get okay, get, get out of here. Okay, and scene. That was the first chaotic date. Hey, Alex, I have a question. Yes. If Travis and Kel or if Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift were making love and he went a little too quick, do you think he could say, "Oh, look what you made me do"? Shut up, Jimmy. Seriously, shut up. Do not. Quit trying to be funny. Just try to produce a damn show. Can you just do? Can you do me that for the rest that of the show? That was a good. That was a good pun. That was a good pun. I'm a sensing pun a little bad blood right now. A pun now. about ejaculating. Why is everything about ejaculating? <laughs> poop, sperm, semen. Oh, what? you know what? Uh, don't come. Don't come. Alex, this is who I. What do you think about Jimmy? He went to Princeton, Alex. What do you think about a Princeton Ivy League educated idiot like Jimmy? Well, I mean, every Ivy League person I've known, like, you know, and you don't too, like AOC, I think they're all idiots. Yeah, exactly. AOC is not Ivy League educated. Do not associate her with me. Ted she, Cruz uh, is. She went to Boston, which is basically the same thing. No, so, it's not. That's like... Uh, Boston has the most... Harvard is in Boston. Is Harvard in the Ivy no, League? No, Harvard's in Cambridge, if you want to be specific. Is Cambridge next to Boston? It's right next. Okay, so that all Boston schools are Ivy League. All Boston. So facto. Yes, and you are an idiot. That is one thing we do know. So That's true. Do we have an ad read now? We do. Are they going to, is Birch Gold going to be mad or are they going to think it's insensitive if I wear You might want to remove the headdress. Oh my yeah. gosh, <laughs> only because they're such a good sponsor. They're so good to us. I do this only for you, Birch Gold, because you know what? I really appreciate the financial help that you give me. So guys, you, guys, you might not know this. Vladimir Putin called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS summit in South Africa.
as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of the United States dollar. It's the first shoe to fall. As demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar weakens. That's why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. Text ALEX to 989898 for your free info kit on gold today. With thousands of happy customers and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews, you can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency and central banks, arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Text ALEX to 989898 to claim your free info kit on Birch Gold today. Do you think anybody's going to go to Birch Gold? I hope so. I mean, maybe you should say you're John Fetterman because that was read right off a teleprompter. Yeah, that was Fetterman style. But can Fetterman even read, though? Oh, that's a good point. That's a good that's point. Insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if he could actually do that. But we do know that the people at Birch Gold, thank you guys for being such a great sponsor. If you do have a little extra cash, why not? Diversify. I'm a pimp on a blimp. Got the Tebow jersey. You know I got my funds diversified. I got them in Christian stocks, Muslim stocks, Scientology stocks, all the religions <laughs> I'm invested in. So... Make sure to go to Birch Gold today. Okay, all right, Jimmy. Yes. Is our guest ready? No, he is not. But we need to talk about the lawsuit and why you're wearing the headdress. We need to still honor your Native American heritage. Oh, of course. Let me take off this. So, did you see this? You see, Alex, do you see what, there's, uh, what a bunch of Indians are saying about uh, the Redskins' name? No. They are actually making a petition to change the Washington Commodore's Back to the Washington Redskins. Okay. So they can't really decide on what they ever want? Well, do you think that the Redskins, or do you think that the Native Americans actually had any problem with it in the first place? Because that's the conspiracy is that they never even cared. No, no. It was just the white people. I know. This is, this is, I mean, literally all the leftist white people. I mean, I mean, same thing. Like, when, when I said a mean word online, there was a clip circulating of that. Most of the people that were mad were just, like, sensitive white people, white people limpering. Yeah, about yeah to, that's how it is. Yeah, well, we love saying bad words on the Internet. It's my favorite pastime. So we are going to stand with these Native American groups that are suing the Washington commanders. And uh, we had planned on doing a shamanistic, neo-shamanism ritual, but we're going to have to postpone that till tomorrow. So I know a lot of people were very excited for that. But unfortunately... Because of Jimmy's bad production skills, I'm going to have to postpone that for tomorrow, which is the 99th episode. So I want all the chat rats. I want rats in the chat. Tomorrow night, primetime 99, the 99th episode. It's going to be insane for the Ukraine. So I want you guys to all be there. Okay, now I'm reading another pure ad, a pure health ad. Yeah, yeah, one more. Okay, hurry. Let's get this done with so we don't okay. lose everybody. Hey, guys. If you're suffering from low energy, brain fog, or unexplained extra flab, the problem could be your liver. You may not know it, but your liver is the foundation for good health. It performs more than 500 key functions like filtering toxins, breaking down nutrients, and keeping cholesterol in check. But over time, your liver can start to wear down. And that's when you get energy crashes, belly fat, and trouble with memory and concentration. Fortunately, there's a simple solution. It's called Liver Health Formula. Liver Health Formula contains 11 powerful herbs and nutrients clinically proven to recharge and revitalize your liver. It also helps protect against fatty liver, which is a silent epidemic affecting over 100 million Americans. Liver Health Formula is manufactured right here in the United States of America and approved by American doctors. 
And as a listener of this show, you can try Liver Health Formula and receive a free bottle of blood sugar formula to reduce those sugar cravings when you order today. Go to GetLiverHelp.com Alex and claim your free bonus gift while you still can. Again, that's GetLiverHelp.com Alex. Of the alcoholics out there. That's, right. We try to help them out. I don't know if this is the Alex Jones show or the Alex Stein show. I know. I've never, I've never we're selling a lot of ad reads. We never get ad reads. You know, it's funny that we actually have two. Very rarely do we have very many ads, so we have to be very nice. Okay. Now, is our guest ready? Yes. Now, our next guest, he's a legendary radio host who upsets a lot of people with his unfiltered opinions. Please welcome on the legend himself, the one, the only, Jesse Lee Peterson. Jesse, how you doing, my friend? All is well, Alex. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. So what's going on in the world today, Jesse? I mean, you know, you see Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift at that football game last night. What do you think about that? I thought, what a mess. And I was surprised at the media making such a big deal over someone that plays football and someone that sings as though there are no other problems around, right? Our borders are overflowing. Everybody and their mama are coming in from around the world, and they're going to destroy our country. And these people carried on over a singer and a dumb football player. It was the dumbest thing I ever heard of. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. The stuff that we idolize is absolutely ridiculous. So, uh, yeah. Jesse, I want to play. This is my one of my favorite clips of you from the Dr. Phil show. I love this clip. So let's play this. I want to start off with a, with a hot clip. And this, is, uh, this clip made a lot of people mad, but I don't know why. So let's run it, and then I want to get your instant reaction. Right? All right. Yes. And you're a radio host? Yes. Okay. And you said you believe white people should have more children? We definitely need white babies. <laughs> and I tremble at the idea that white babies, that the white uh, group is going down in numbers because if you lose white folks, America, it's over for America. Because if you notice, white people tend to be more innovative. They're more creative. They, they have ideas about things. <laughs> All these other races don't do nothing but destroy. They don't build. But they destroy. Wrong. Wrong. I said you'd piss off everybody. I was wrong. Now you've pissed <laughs> off everybody. <laughs> Jesse, what was going through your mind? That'd be a tough room. All those white guys are looking at you like they want to kill you. They were like, what the? But uh, it's the truth. I, I, I was telling the truth. And there's uh, some poll or something came out said that after a number of years, white people be the mi minority in our country and not the majority. And as we all know, whether we want to admit it or not, but we got to admit it, is that if the numbers of white people go, go down, it will be over for America. That's why people from around the world are going to the Western countries, the Western part of the world, because uh, people of color cannot build. They only destroy, and it's only white people who are building. They're innovative. They have amazing idea. They love to live a first-class life, so they work hard to make that happen. And then the people of color comes in, and all they ever do is destroy. They never build. Look at their look at their asshole countries. Look at the uh, in our own country, the the places where black people and others are living is a mess. Crime out of control. Uh, uh, neighborhoods are, are not being taken care of at all. Out of wedlock, birth out of control. Anger is out of control. 
And then they destroy those areas and they go to the suburbs where the white people live in and they run the white people out and the white people are like, okay, we're not racist. Y'all can, y'all can stay here. And they leave and they turn those areas into a hellhole. It's the truth. This is why I was saying that white people, y'all better stop having abortions. You better stop killing your baby. I mean, uh, yeah, having abortion. You better stop having one and two kids. You better go back to having 10 and 11 and 12 kids because they're going to do to the white people what they have done to the whites in South Africa. Exact same thing they did to the whites in South Africa. They're doing it to the whites in America. They ran them out of the cities. White folks gave over the cities. They moved out into the farmlands. And now the blacks are going out there to kill them, robbing and raping and breaking in their homes. Yeah, South Africa is a mess. But but w- let me tell you tell you this, Jesse. You talk about this subject a lot. We try to break everything down. A lot of people do break down by race or gender. But what about this idea, Jesse? And I'm not trying to white knight for everybody, but is it just erasing or is it growing up without a parent thing? Because I think any kid, no matter their color, if you come from a broken home, aren't you more, more than likely going to have a, a, rough, a rougher upbringing, Jesse? Well, one, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. I grew up in Alabama. I grew up under the so-called Jim Crow laws. And they say that the blacks and white were segregated. But that didn't stop black people from having fathers and mothers in the home. They had grandparents together. We were taught to work when we were children. And our parents prepared us to be ready to go out on our own as adults and deal with life. I left home at 18. And even though there was a black and white water fountains and things like that, they, I'd never heard the word racism. It did not exist. They told us and they told the white kids and white people to treat one another the way you would like to be treated. And so black people were not begging and whining and destruction and violent and all this drugs stuff. They were not blaming white people. That happened as a result of the civil rights movement and the Democratic Party. The worst thing other than abortion that has ever happened to the blacks was the civil rights movement. They, the, Martin Luther King and all those guys, they made up this lie that black people, you guys can't make it. The Jim Crow law is holding you back. You're not going to be able to do it. That was a lie because black people were buying land. They were educating themselves. They were working hard. That was a lie, Alice. Oh. Then the black people fell for it, and they sold their life over to the Martin Luther King and Jesse Jackson and others, and they sold them to the Democratic Party. It's just been downhill ever since. And Jesse, that's why they say that the KKK was actually created by the Democrats is because black businesses were beating the white businesses. There was more of a business thing is that people want to eat at black restaurants. People were eating a black, you know, shoe store. And so that they they would purposely go and destroy the businesses so they wouldn't have to compete against them economically. So why did the country shift where they targeted marginalized people? It's just because the population of black people are less. I mean, why have you have to admit, even though. Black people are targeted unfairly, Jesse, a little bit. Wouldn't you agree a little bit? I mean, compared to me, I don't, know I don't get pulled over that. for driving while black. You know that does happen to other people. Right. And the reason you got, you're asking me some good questions, I want to deal with all of them. Uh, when I was growing up, I did not know any black Democrats. My parents, my grandparents, and others were Republicans. Even Martin Luther King at the time was a Republican, so he pretended but he was a Republican. Blacks were not a part of the Democratic Party because the Democrats didn't want blacks in their party. And so the Republican Party was created 
by blacks and white together because they did not want the blacks in the Democratic Party. And as a result, the KKK were Democrats, and they didn't like the blacks because the blacks were, be, were becoming senators and congressmen. They were independent. So they went after the blacks because of their uh, the power they were getting as a Republican, not because of their color. And then um, that was another lie that came from Jesse Jackson and others or the, or the so-called civil rights movement. It was not true. The, the, uh, the uh, civil rights leaders sold the blacks to the Democratic Party so that they can lead the black people in the right way to go. And as far as black being, blacks being targeted, you got to think of this, man. The blacks are committing the crimes. They are, are, are not respecting the officers when they are stopped and tell, you know, told what to do. They are cursing them out. They are giving them hard times. And that's why they are targeted. If they act like they had sense <laughs> and follow the orders, uh, <laughs> what the, follow the order of the, uh, uh, the police officer, you wouldn't have the problem that you see. Don't do the time. Don't do the crime. You won't do the time. They were not doing this when I was growing up. All of a sudden, it's changed when they tried to blame the white man for the downfall of the black people. White people have nothing to do with it. It's on the individual. It's not on the white person or the white people. It's on the individual. And black people have given up thinking and doing for themselves. They're whining. They want affirmative action. They want reparation. They want free housing. They want everything free. When would they stop begging? When would enough be enough? You don't hear other people doing that. Other people started to do it now because they're using this idea of civil rights movement. But at some point, you have to say no to them. Go and get a family. Take care of yourself. Jesse, and I want to introduce you to my uh, other in-studio guest, this guy by the name of Alex Rosen. He has one of the biggest channels where he goes and he confronts a lot of these. He's a pedophile poacher. He catches a lot of these people that are, you know, trying to meet up with young kids. you want to ask uh, the Reverend something? How's it going, Jesse? Nice to meet you. All is well. You too. Good. Um, yeah, so have you heard of, like, people catching online child predators before? No, I haven't. I'm about to find. I'm about you to. Gotta, Jesse, out. you got to watch his channel. So he goes and they use decoys just like Chris Hansen does, and they'll get the guy in there and they think they're meeting an eight year old girl, and then you get a 300 pound man right in your face. It's good. <laughs> I stuff. like that. Yeah, if you watch the videos, you'll probably use uh, both your catchphrases tragic and amazing. So, I mean, you definitely need to check it out. They are amazing. I definitely will. Do you guys agree with me that? White people should have babies because oh, yeah. they yes. don't. It's over for America. I mean, my yeah, producer's absolutely. having a baby. Show my producer. Uh, this guy's actually having a baby somehow, uh, Jesse. This is my producer. Right somehow. on. But he went to Princeton. He went to Princeton, Jesse, and he thinks he's so smart. Will you please tell him how Ivy League schools do not equal a smart students? Can you please uh, uh, wake him up a little bit? <laughs> wake the, me up. The, the, the dumbest people on this side of heaven are the ones with the degrees. Yeah. The more degrees you have, the dumber you become, right? And if, if you doubt me, look at the country and look at the people who are running the country. They have degrees. We are divided. Illegal aliens are coming across the border like 90 going north. Uh, the, the races are more divided than ever before in history. They stopped drilling oil. They over there so-called helping the Ukraine while they're doing nothing for their own hometown. These people have degrees. 
So I don't know about you, man, but people, the smart people are the dumb people. We got to go dumb again to make America work. Hey, Alex, can I ask him a quick question? Barely, question? yes, I'll allow it. Okay, um, well, I wasn't expecting this question, but first, how have you not said anything about Alex's hat? Because he's not racist. Oh, I was going <laughs> I was going to ask. I'm surprised they didn't let him wear that hat because they don't like for you to show anything that's real. But I love the fact that you are not a, you're not afraid to wear it. We need more of that. We got to get rid of fear. Any man that has fear is a beta male. <laughs> that's legendary. Yeah. Jesse, you're, your catchphrases are so good, and that's why I think you become such an icon on the Internet. Now, this is another thing I'm giving you to all my employees. This is White Darius. He's a terrible employee as well, and he wants to ask you something. Dude, if you speak, do not cuss or say anything. He's a Christian man. I will spray you with this Windex. What do you want to say to him? Get on camera. I'm Larry Sinclair and Obama. Oh, yeah. What did you think about Larry? Okay, ask him. That's well, like, question. you know, why do so many light-skinned uh, brothers like getting sucked off by white men? Get out of here! Stop! No, he said, why, why did Barack Obama like a white guy? Is it because he's light-skinned is the question? Or do light-skinned guys like all colors? I guess that's the question. <laughs> Well, you know, I don't really comment on that because I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah. And we have a society now that's so full full of ang anger and and and, uh, and and revenge and fear, and they're trying to take it out. So I don't know, but I do know that other than uh, Joe Biden, the fallen Messiah, Barack Obama, and Big Mama Michelle, was the worst thing we ever had in the White House. It was a big mistake. To have Obama, and I knew it wasn't going to work because Obama, he hate white people, he hate America, he hate what's good. And I told the people, don't vote for Barack Obama. He's going to destroy this country. And that's exactly what happened. And it's still happening. I personally believe that Obama has, and I don't have proof yet, but I personally believe that he is not him per se, the people that he left behind are still carrying out his orders to destroy America. It's a mess. Jesse, where does Satan come into all this? You know, I do believe that these people worship Satan, like Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama. Where does, you know, uh, for the people that are watching this, they may be agnostic or atheist. I don't care what your spiritual belief are. The people that are running this country, they do have a spiritual belief, and they, I believe it to be Satan. So where does Satan come into play in all the problems we're having today? Anyone. I don't care how rich or poor, what color you are, where you live, anyone, male or female, anyone that has anger is working for evil. Anger is your enemy. Anyone that has anger has fear. And anyone that has anger, you cannot trust. They are a murderer and they will destroy you, whether it's family members, uh, husband and wife, your own children, friends. If they have anger, they will destroy you. And unfortunately, our country is being encouraged to hold on to anger, to push anger as good, and especially the women. And, and, and the reason the women are doing it, because as we all know, the God above is the God of the man, and the God below is the God of the woman. And so evil comes through the woman and, and it destroys the family, the children, the husband, the cat, the dog, 
the, the not the cat, the Jesse. I love my cat. They better not destroy my cat. No, but but these women, they break my heart. That's my weak point, Jesse. Is that why? So keep going. But women are always my weak point. Right. And and the only way that you're going to overcome that, you're going to have to forgive your mother mm-hmm. for turning you away from your father and recreating you in her image. Because any man that has anger is a woman. That is the nature of the female but the nature of the man is of God, which is of love. He speak up, he deal with issues, but he doesn't judge. He doesn't, he doesn't live in his imagination. He doesn't operate from emotions. All thoughts, except practical thoughts, all thoughts and emotions are evil. They are not from God and they are not from you. There are anyone that has anger and in our country, they're encouraging men to be emotional, just like the woman. And as long as the man is not logical but emotional, we're not going to be able to bring our country back to what it was prior to the fall, right? But anger works through the woman. And if you notice, they are putting women in charge of the homes, the schools, the government, in charge of the police departments, city councils, everything, because they know the order is God in Christ, Christ over man, man over woman, and woman over children. And if you put that woman over the man, over the children, she's going to destroy them. And that's what's happening in our country. Women are not created to lead. They were created to follow. But they're changing the order because they know that it's not in her nature to lead. It's in her nature to follow. And men have to go and forgive their mothers for turning them against their fathers and and recreating them in her image. And once they forgive the mother, God will forgive them and forgive the father for not uh, uh, protecting them from the mother because he can help himself. He hated his mother, so he married to his mother, and the cycle repeats itself. But once they forgive, don't ask for forgiveness, but say, I'm sorry for resenting you. The parents couldn't help themselves. They did the best, right? God will forgive you, and he will change your, na- your abnormal nature, which is of your mother, which is of evil, to your normal nature, which is of your earthly father and of God. And things will get better. You will have no fear. You will have perfect peace. And all men and all women must be born of the father. They must return back to the father so that they can have a normal life of peace and love rather than an abnormal of anger and fear. But it's working through the woman. That's why men can't handle women because they're afraid of them and it started with their mothers. They're afraid to be honest with their mothers and yeah, tell them. See, I have I have commitment issues. I've been with multiple girls that I like that don't even have really a, a thing that I should break up with them for. But then once I have to actually make that long commitment, Jesse, I, I'm kind of I'm afraid to do it. Both my parents got divorced, and, and I think that is the woman or anger. There's something in me that's making me afraid to go, you know, for the the full thing to get engaged. And I've had multiple opportunities, Jess. So, so you have not forgiven your mother for turning you away from your father? I probably do need to forgive her. I mean, honestly, you know, the anger stuff, though, I do think having anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. No, I, yeah. I do. I do get mad at my producer, but that's thing, different. The worst thing that you can have in your life is anger. Yeah. Anger is evil. And anyone that have it is evil. So if you are serious about this and you have not forgiven your mother, you can, you're going to have to shake in your boots have no expectation from her. Don't expect her to apologize or to say that she's wrong. My mom passed away, Jess. So what do I do now, Jesse? Oh. How, how do I do that? 
to realize just as you can't help yourself, you get all these crazy thoughts and feelings that it's not you, but it's something that made a home in your imagination. Your mother had the same problem that she did the best she could. And when you realize that you cannot help yourself, it will cause you to realize that your mother could not help you herself. And because she has aspired, you can't go to her, but that will cause you to forgive her. God will allow you to see and cause you to forgive her and, and then forgive your father and you'll become free. You will have perfect peace. And when you date women, or you would date them not with fear, but with perfect love. And if it meant for you to marry, you, the right woman would come into your life. It would be added unto you. And it would be a marriage that lasts until death do your part. But if you don't forgive your mother, you're going to always end up with the raw woman. It would be impossible to end up with the white woman because you're going to end up with women that were just like your mother. And I feel like I am. Kind what a mess. Of, I know. What a mess. Dude, Jason, you're speaking. I mean, you're speaking the truth. Everything you're saying, I'm vibing with. That's why you're very, you're one of the wisest guys. You have some of the most wisdom on the internet, Jesse. I know you don't have some fancy degree, but I think of you as one of the smartest guys that I get to talk to. Uh, you want to say anything uh, before we go, Alex? Because we've got to let him go here in the next minute or two. The one thing I want to tell you real fast, that this is the problem with human beings, with human nature. There's no such thing as racism. Never has been, never will be, ain't going to be. No such thing as sexism. No such thing as homophobism. No such thing as white supremacism. No such thing as anti-Semitism. It's no ism. It's a warfare between good and evil. Angry, hateful people resent people who have overcome their anger. And that warfare is going on and it's happening within the person. It's not somebody else's fault except for their parents. That's why you have to forgive them. But it's, all, it's a spiritual battle. It has nothing to do with the physical at all. We've been lied to when they attack, they cover up evil by giving it fancy names like racism and sexism and all that mess. It has nothing to do with that at all. Wow. Well, speaking of racism, my producer has one last question, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Jesse, when I was doing research on you, I saw something on Wikipedia I've never seen before. Just a section that says racism, and it's five <laughs> paragraphs. Yeah, you have a whole section, Jesse. Of <laughs> Je my, my Wikipedia is crazy, too, but Jesse, you're the only Wikipedia we've ever seen. One section... Just racism. That's all it says. No context. That's, I didn't even know that was a possible section on a Wikipedia, but Jimmy, why don't you read a couple snippets that you might uh, find interesting? Um, Peter, like, Peterson opposes allowing Muslims to serve in Western governments. Uh, <laughs> well, after 9-11, I mean, I think everybody felt that same way. Okay. Um, think about that. Why would we allow our enemies to come into our country who hate us and put him in our government. Yeah, I think you got to put him. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Look uh, at Eliyana Omar. You remember uh, Eliyana Omar? Of course. She's still there. She's, a, I mean, you know, she's, she's the biggest terrorist the there is. Uh, yeah. in, in 2018, Peterson said Black Lives Matter movement was founded by black lesbians and homosexuals. True. Patrice <laughs> Cullors was a lesbian. So, I mean. Not, not only did I say that, I said fat, black, radical lesbians. <laughs> they didn't even get it right. But yeah, but Jesse, how much did she spend on that? Uh, she got all that Black Lives Matter money. How many mansions did she buy, Jesse? We, can you remind me? Oh my God, I forgot how many, but it's, it was all about stuff. It was never about the blacks. Black people are still killing one another and others, they're robbing and killing white folks. They're still fighting with one another and everybody, nothing changed, but they got rich. 
and we hardly hear from them out there protesting anymore. Yeah, I know. You don't hear anything. It's, it's silent. Now all that money went to Joe Biden. So listen, I, I want, okay, this is my last, last question. And then tell the people where you can find them. No such thing as isms. I agree. And, and we learned a lot today, but you have $100 of extra money in your pocket, Jesse, and you see a six foot seven, 19 year old black man, or you see three Guatemalan immigrants fresh off the, you know, the whatever, the cartel boat. Who would you rather give that money to? Would you rather help out the young black man from America or would you rather give it to the three Guatemalan illegal immigrants? Well, in all honesty, I wouldn't give it to neither one of them. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> either one of them, either one of them. But if you twist my arm, I would give it to the American citizen rather than the illegal alien or anybody from another country. Yeah, I think that's the right way to but be. But I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be so fast to give it to the black people, the black guy either, because one of the things that has happened to the blacks is that they have been taken care of for the last seventy years. They have been told that they can't make him poor black. You're so pitiful. It's a white man. Here's a dollar. Here's affirmative action. You can come into our school without earning your way. You can do what, and they're only gotten worse because you, instead of getting better, you can hurt people by giving them in the raw at the raw time and in the raw way. And that's what, one of the things that's happened to the black. They've been catered to. Yeah, once you give a mouse a cookie, you got to give him milk. It kind of never stops. You know, you have to continually keep helping him. I'm dealing with the, in, in L.A., I'm dealing with the homeless people out here on the streets. You run into them all the time. And they are so mean and nasty and they expect something for nothing. They want to lay out in front of your building and think that you should just walk by and let them happen. Let that happen, but I don't let that happen at all. And they get mad. They throw trash in the alleyway out there. They don't care because they are being spoiled and they have been told that it's not their problem. It's someone else's problem. These people, the government don't love these people. They don't love us. They don't love anybody. It's about self and no one else. So we have to be careful how we help people. No, you're right. I mean, it's become the the homeless industrial complex where these homeless, uh, you know, philanthropical groups, these charities get money and they don't even spend it on helping homeless people. They just throw galas and just basically, you know, do self-serving stuff with it. So I, I got to ask all of you guys that I've spoken to there a question, if I may, a quick question. Yes, sir. Do you love, let me see the engineer as well, if I can. Yeah, you can see me. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can see you can't, me. You can't do it for, but you okay. can just hear me. You can, you can see I'm oh, here. Okay. We're all watching though. I saw with you. I saw with him first. Okay. I'm so, what's his name? What's your name? Jimmy. Hi. Jimmy. What's your name, Jimmy? Yep, yes, my sir. name's Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Do you love white people? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. Yes, Jimmy, you <laughs> idiot. This sounds like a trap. <laughs> Do you love white people? Y yes. Say yes, Jimmy. Alice, do you love white people? I love white people. Oh, I love white people so much. White people are so great. Oh, I need more white people. I need a white, big booty white woman right now. I love white people so much. And I would, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember His your name. Yeah, also Alex. Yes, he likes white people. I like the non-college educated no ones. The college educated ones need to jump off a cliff, but... Um, ah, I'm no, not attacking violence, not attacking no, violence. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no cliff. Jump off a cliff note on their desk at school. Yeah, bungee jump. Yeah, yeah. Bungee jump off a cliff. No insult to violence, anything like right, that. Right, no, absolutely it's not. Exercise off the cliff. The reason I ask that, because on my shows, I always ask, do you love white people? And nine times out of ten, most people tremble at that question. Jimmy, my producer, did you see how scared he was? He went to, he went, <laughs> yeah, because he went to Ivy League. No, Jesse, I'm not yeah. even kidding. 
He is such a baby back biatch. Like he's like, you know, he would be scared to say I love white people. Like he's going to get canceled for loving white people. Give me a break. You nailed it, though. You were right. Two out of three. I thought that was going to go into some all lives matter question. No, and now you look, you're scared. Just like Jesse said. I'm a baby back bitch. You're right. I will own up to that. What did I say about cussing? White people start. uh, uh, You're not allowed to cuss on the air as a producer, Jimmy. Uh, Jesse, do you let your producers cuss on the air? No. I'm sorry. Not at all. Thank you. Oh, but Jimmy, fiddlesticks. Jimmy, I can ask them, do you love black people? Yes, I love black people. Do you love the Mexican? Yes, I love the Mexican. But when you ask, ask, do you love the white people? They pause. They're like, is this a trick question? <laughs> I'm going to sound like a racist. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. We're supposed to love all people, right? Why can't you say you love white people? No, you're right. And that's a great social experiment that you just played me very well. You Alex. got schooled, Jimmy. Ivy Leagues, you got schooled by Jesse Lee Peterson, the reverend. And he studied theology in school. He studied religious studies. So uh, I think even you know more about religion than him, Jesse. Oh, Jimmy studied religious? Yeah, he religion? thinks he knows a yeah, lot I about was, I was a religious studies major at Princeton. So it wasn't like, really? it wasn't theology, like it wasn't reverend school, but I learned about, you know, the Abrahamic religions and theology and philosophy of religion more and so why are you afraid to say you love white people right away i just it just wasn't expecting that kind of question but you're, you're right if someone asked me that again i say yes i love white people <laughs> thank you jesse you are the best host you come here and you can freaking manage my team if it wasn't for your expertise this this blimp would crash so uh, jesse before you go tell the people how they can find you and support you they can go to rebuildingdemand.com rebuildingdemand.com uh, uh, tell me fast jesseleepeterson.com jesseleepeterson.com alright everybody go to the website on the screen Jesse Lee Peterson guys go make sure to go follow uh, JLP I mean he's been doing this longer than me he's got a bigger following than me but even if a couple of you I call my chats um, the my followers we call them chat rats so I want some of the chat rats to go over to Jesse's channel leave a positive comment you gave me a lot of spiritual wisdom today Jesse and I'm not just kidding when I say that actually you kind of woke me up and I'll even message you later about it but you struck a chord in me tonight I love white people I love you and thank you for coming on Jesse, keep up uh, the great work that you're doing, my friend. I got to have you back on. It was so much fun when I had you on, so I really want to have you back. Anytime. We'll be contacting you soon. And I want everybody to know we have been lied to. It's not a physical battle. It's a spiritual battle. It's about the spirit, not about the color. And so they'll cover it up with these words of racism and sex. Everything's an ism, right? It's not true. It's either good or bad. And it's not about the color. So we got to be stop using the language of the world, but call it what it is. It's spiritual. Then we can change America back. We are a Christian country. We should not be living in fear. And I promise you, I absolutely promise, if you overcome anger, it would be impossible to have fear. And you can literally live your own life, no matter what's going on around you you will have perfect peace, but you got to overcome anger. You got to forgive your mothers and return to your fathers. Well said. All right, Jesse, have a good one. Talk to you soon. I'll come on your show anytime. Just message me. I'm there. Thank you, my friend. Have a good evening. Thank you. And it was good meeting everybody on the show. Yeah, nice we'll to meet you, Jesse. We'll do it again soon. I know you're busy, but I'll bug you in a month or two, and I'll come on your show. Like I said, you struck a chord. I'll message you about it later. Thank you again, Jesse. Okay, absolutely. Good to be on. Thank you.
Wow, we went long with Jesse. He was pretty good, though, Alex. Yeah, he has a lot of wisdom. Um, I think people like Hassan Piker and other people he's had on his show can learn a lot from him if they, like, don't stop talking for once, but... No, they never will. Okay, so now, Jimmy, we didn't even get to interview Alex. Let's play Alex's most legendary confrontation that he's ever had. Is this your biggest confrontation, or was Fetterman bigger? Oh, Peter Hotez? He's the biggest. It, it was probably the biggest predator cat. Well, um, predator well uh, cat. person who takes an interest in children that we've ever caught. Okay, all right. Now, let's... Uh, Let's run this clip of legendary Alex Rosen talking to Dr. Peter Hotez, the vaccine machine. Okay. Oh, are you Peter Hotez? I am. <laughs> nice to meet you. How are you? Hey. So why are you not like going to debate uh, RFK on Joe Rogan's podcast? Oh, come on. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious. What? I no, no, nothing I, hostile, just curious. I haven't said anything one way or the other. I mean, are you planning on doing it? Uh, you know, I just he just invited me, so we'll see. And I think you should, though. Uh, well, Look how nice you're being. Okay. No. And what do you have to say to people who think they're a vaccine injured? Ah, stop! No, you turn Anything off the clip! Turn off the clip! There's nothing. No, there's nobody's ever been injured. Nobody's ever been injured. Everybody's safe and effective, Jimmy. Why not bleep out that word, Jimmy? Uh, I'm sorry. Did you watch the clip? No. You had to watch it. You put subtitles on I just let Adobe auto-generate, and it was so cringe, I stopped about 10 seconds in, so I missed that part. I'm sorry. Mm, we want to say that it is safe and effective, mm -hmm. and Dr. Fauci is the greatest American in American history. And no, do not play the ding, ding, ding. Dr. Fauci is the greatest American in American history. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah, we're just here to make fun of the guy who was taking that video. Yeah. I have no idea who it was. Yeah. I have no idea who that guy's an asshole. That guy's a jerk trying to get misinformation about uh, the inoculation. LeBron James's son is fine. LeBron James's son is totally fine. A lot of people get heart attacks playing basketball, so shut up. Yeah, it's been happening for years. Yeah, everybody, listen. Uh, Jamie Foxx just got, he had to act really hard, all right? People act hard. I'm acting hard right now. I might have something go wrong. It's nothing to do with any medication that I did or did not take. I'm sick of these conspiracy theories. So you called him out. What was the reaction, the initial reaction? I know you got a lot of love, but then didn't Hotez gain like half a million followers or something? Well, I mean, Hotez definitely played victim very, very quickly. Like, before we even dropped the video, he took, like, a sinister smile of his, like, he took, like, a, a picture of himself doing, like, a sinister smile saying, these two vaccine extremists came to my, or anti-vaccine extremists came to my house today and harassed me. And then when the video dropped, like, we got a lot of backlash from both the right and the left. Yeah, I, mean, I know, I hate so that. Crazy. No, but, no, but Alex, I hate that on the right. I, listen, you and I have very unusual, unorthodox tactics, you know, confronting people. But, right. But people don't get it. You can not, even though you did that incredibly nice, graciously professional, there's always going to be people on the right like, don't confront them, don't do it. But listen, this is we're doing rules for radicals. We're, we're going crazy. These people are using crazy tactics against us. You know, we can't just sit here and, and not fight back. Well, I didn't know that fighting the deep state was just like retweeting Donald Trump and just saying that to resist on Twitter. I mean, <laughs> uh, thank God for people like Ashley Sinclair saying, like making videos on the World Economic Forum saying we need to resist this and that. And I bring her up because she's like the first to retweet it and take a dump on me. Tim Pool, too. You know, they bring that Wait, stuff up. Wait, they took a dump on you? Yes, both wait, of them wait, wait, wait. I'm friends with Tim and Ashley. Wait, what did they do? They, they were both, Tim Pool retweeted that clip saying, this is not the way. And then Ashley no, Sinclair Tim also did, did the not. same. I no, swear they to God. did not. Swear to God. They're both my friends. S swear to Jimmy, God. clip this. We have to figure it out. Dude, you're kidding me right now. We're going we'll to podcast some our way to freedom, baby. That's how we do it.
Oh my gosh, those are two of my very close friends. Now, now we're now we're having those are fighting words. You can't do that, Tim. We need more people confronting people. What, why, Darius? Why are you sitting there awkward? What do you have to say, why, Darius? Hurry, we're having an actual conversation. What did you want to say, Alex? Your friends suck. What friends are you talking about? Just generally. So you came here. You came yes, and interrupted I, the show to say my friends suck. Well, right. I thought we were going to have some great timing at that moment when you're talking about all this friends, and you're like, "No, they're horrible, horrible people, horrible." And then you're like, "No, they're not." And I was going to be like, "Your friends suck." Get out of here right now! I dare. It's off the stage. <laughs> what? Do you have any idea what his problem is, Alex? I don't know. I, I don't even think his name's actually Darius. No, it's not. I've never seen someone that looks like a 90s grunge singer named Darius. Yeah, he, <laughs> like, he doesn't want to give his real name because his dad is a big-time deal. His dad, believe it or not, works, actually? For, he works for the city of Dallas. It's kind of a big-time deal, his, his, his dad. And, his, and White Darius' parents don't approve of me. They actually hate me. They think that I'm the, uh, they think I'm a Nazi. Well, I mean, you know, the city of Dallas doesn't like you too much. Even the Republican mayor doesn't. I know. What did you, what did you think about that? Okay, we got to go. I'm going to go there next Wednesday, and I'm going to say, look, you guys thought I was such an idiot when I'm coming here and joking around, but I actually turned a liberal mayor into a conservative. But you I know think that, you did. But you know that's all fake. Yeah, but no, my favorite tweet you ever posted of all time was just the, when he was talking about like the airport, the masking in the airport, how it's like, this is ridiculous at this point. You just retweeted him saying base. That was the funniest tweet you've <laughs> ever done. It was, it was just such good timing. It was just so simple, but so funny. Yeah, but I think he noticed that. He's, he, he, he for sure did. You know, that's what they say. They're, he's going to take, he's going to run for Cornyn Senate seat. Is what they're saying that's why he's trying to become oh, a Republican. Okay. Yeah, because he wants to be able to fit in in this district. Where it is, they're going to vote conservative more than likely. So probably, probably. So it's all a scam. Yeah. Hey, Alex. What, Jimmy? Can I talk about my BFF faking a bomb threat? Oh, oh yes. my God. Yeah. Okay, yes, of course. <laughs> so, Your boyfriend, Harry Season. So I, I will give the backstory. Harry Season said he got a threatening email saying there's a bomb threat sent to me, my university, my management team. They claim they put a bomb in my dorm room. But then investigative journalist Sarah Fields, can you put in uh, We love Harris's Sarah Fields. Too? Great job, so Sarah. She, she nice. called NYU and the campus safety said there have been no bomb threats and you're full of crap. And then this was the funniest, his response, uh, number three. Uh, she, he responded, you're an idiot. The threat made it to campus safety because it was never taken seriously. So uh, this repost was like, NYU received a bomb threat and was like, LOL, probably no big deal, is one of the funniest <laughs> attempts to walk back a big fat lie. So now Harry has spent the last two days reeling, like trying to create fake police reports to prove his point. And it's just been very entertaining. And that's why I love Harry Season. I'm about to do a fake bomb threat, I think. Let's uh, not joke. Why? Will it get his clicks? It worked for him. Is he going viral during the you're fake right. bomb he, threat? You're right. He is going viral. Yeah, but he has the Democratic Party and big tech on his side. Should we, we prank not. call somebody? Should we prank call the bomb police? <laughs> God. The bomb police department. Let's stick to Chinese restaurants. Actually, are there Native American restaurants around here? Oh, maybe there is. Yeah, I don't know. Just Let Google Native American restaurant near me. Native. Well, why would we call them to see if they what? Or Indian restaurant. There's lots of Indian restaurants. Okay, hold on. Let me see. <laughs> yeah, Indian. Native American versus Indian restaurant. Okay. 
Oh, shoot, I need two phones. Okay, wait here. Let's just call India Palace. Uh, Alex Rosen, uh, can you call an Indian restaurant while Alex calls a Native American okay, restaurant? Okay, you call. Oh, I can get on the phone with AT&T customer service. Same okay. thing, I think. No, no, just pull up your phone and type in. We only have a couple minutes left. Hurry up. Yeah, pull do it quickly. We got this. We got, we got five minutes. We're good. Jimmy, hurry. Aiden, come here. Come here, Aiden. Hurry. Hurry. Oh, there he is. Oh, okay. Why there he is? Hurry. When I say hurry, that's... Why do you walk so slow That's when the I say only time he doesn't hurry? I know. Okay, type in your phone Indian restaurant. We're live on the air. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Indian restaurant. I'm calling oh, India Palace. The the only thing I love about White Darius is he takes the heat off me cuz no matter yeah, how Yeah, I know cuz no, ma no matter how much you mess up. Like I've never walked on set during a, the show and just said your friends suck. Just a bold move. I know. Okay, we're calling two Indian places. Mailbox is not currently no, none of the Indian restaurants ever freaking work, Jimmy. I mean, dude, maybe we should plan this before we're going to do a prank call. Maybe we should, like, maybe freaking... Uh, well, if we had our mystery guest, it would have taken I know, time. the mystery guest ruined everything. Notice how the mystery guest has ruined a lot of stuff and uh, just typical for the mystery... Help you? Yes, uh, do you guys have uh, uh, Pocahontas pitas? <laughs> Pocahontas Pitas, or do you guys have a Lote? Is this a native Indian restaurant? Yes, sir. Okay, I know. So do you guys have popcorn? No, we don't have that. Oh, what about corn, regular corn? Uh, no, sir, we don't have that. <laughs> uh, do you guys have pickle spears? Uh, pickle spears? We are having uh, the carrot pickles. Though. Hey, but like pickle spears, though. Ask him, is this Elizabeth Warren Indian? Yeah, what about this, Buffalo Burgers? Or is it Kamel Nujani Indian? Ask him. Yeah, is this is is this the spirit chucking Indian or the shit chucking Indian? No, do not say sorry, that! Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Oh my god, dude! <laughs> sorry. Don't you oh, Jimmy! That was just straight horrible. Why would I you know, say that? They're gonna they have my number now! <laughs> Alex. Oh, sorry. Do oh they my throw gosh. poop? Who throws poop? Well, I mean, <laughs> they don't. It's kind of littered with poop. Uh, everywhere. Yeah, that doesn't mean they I throw it. There, there is a uh, Indian. Oh no, uh, no, oh no! I know. Well, let him speak. Let's no. see what he has to say. There is an Indian festival where they do throw cow poop at each other. Okay. And okay. Well, then Alex and Rosen's right. Okay, hit a ding, ding, ding. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's you know the sacredness of you know the cow, you know the fertility, you know of its crap. Um, it's very sacred. I would love to have some freaking cow crap to just smash on your face right now. I don't have anything I can break on him. Also, Bad Buddhist has been sending oh, many yeah. super chats. She said, I need my dopamine hit. Read my super chat. Bad Buddhist, thank you for the super chat. Who, what other super chats do we get? Read them we, have, we haven't gotten any $20 one. There were some $10 ones saying, I love Jesse Lee Peterson. And then someone said something that I forgot, but it was only $10 and I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, always interrupt me for $10. All right, folks. Mm. Alex, before we go, tell the people how they can find you and support you on Rumble. Rumble is a completely free platform. Just type in Predator Poachers, P-R-E-D-A-T-O-R space Poachers, P-O-A-C-H-E-R-S. You can see child predators get caught and arrested nationwide, and we probably did one in your state, arresting 43 states. So go follow us on Rumble. It's completely free to do so. And he's self-financed. So guys, go and support him. He does not work for any big uh, media companies. He's totally independent. So when you guys actually donate or support a guy like Alex Rosen, you're actually supporting somebody that's like going and doing groundwork. You're not giving it to some big organization that it's never going to actually you know matter whenever you support a guy like alex rosen every single dollar and cent is going back into his investigation so really consider going and supporting alex thank you so much all right folks well
This has been our show. This is why Darius and me, Primetime Alex Stein, we end the same way every time with a freestyle finale. So DJ, hit it. White Darius is the worst. He went from last to first. I don't know how you got this job, but tomorrow might be your last day, depending on what Darius has to say. But what we know is Jesse Lee Peterson is a pimp pimp player, and I'm the freaking mayor, the number one rhyme sayer. I'm with Alex Rosen. You know he's super chosen, and you know I'm flying high, because I'm Primetime 99, and I'm going to be fly to the day I die. I love you all. This unregistered sex offender. This is his days are numbered. I hope you guys like my Darius because he's not going to be here much longer.